Welcome to the She Yearns Podcast. I am Cherry Strange, and I am so thankful you have joined us today. Thank you for being a part of this community. The She Yearns community exists to lead women to desire more of God in their everyday life, making Him evident and desirable to others. Hey, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Well, When we moved here a couple of years ago, our cell provider just didn't seem to work well. We dropped a lot of calls in the house even, just going down the street or in the place where Chad was working. It was totally frustrating. So one of the other service providers was offering this fantastic deal for a family, something like five Android phones for just signing up. You got five phones for free. So being the bargain hunters that we are, We quickly revolted against our four-year-old iPhones and took the new Androids in stride. Honestly, it wasn't a large leap to make the switch overall. It offered a lot of features we did like until we tried to text one another. (laughs) The keyboard was like a fourth grade dropout when it tried to autocorrect. It was just like spelling gibberish. And then taking a picture was super blurry and if you moved, it was a mess. And that was completely frustrating. But my spouse found solutions because he was committed to these free phones. (laughs) So he found this app that made our fourth grade dropout actually finish high school and graduate. And now it could spell everything. And it was wonderful. Then there was the camera. And we just bought a camera, which sort of solved all the problems there. But come to find out, the free Androids were sort of the bottom of the line. Who knew (laughs) that the free phones would be bottom of the line? Well, this is what my kids use. If they're old enough and responsible enough to possess a phone, they still get to navigate these phones. They do not have the latest and greatest. In fact, this is what I moved from a few months ago and what I insisted my husband get for Father's Day, a new iPhone, and he just needed to pick it out because we are done. (laughs) We're totally done. And he picked out an iPhone 7, which is old, (laughs) very, very old. So to say that we are not controlled or motivated towards the latest technology is a true statement. And so why is that, you might ask? Are we just weird? Are we simply cheap? Or are we wired this way like people who don't know how to dress appropriately and don't care if their hairstyle has been out of date for like 15, 20 years. Well, there's probably some elements to all of that that are true. I use technology all the time. He uses technology all the time. But in this area, it's more by conscious choice. We decided technology of this kind that you hold in your hand and that you carry around with you will be extremely limited. There is limited evidence to show the benefits otherwise. When you are talking about handing over a phone to a minor, especially or even to an adult, but a minor especially. Instead, what we try to do is stay up to date and in step with what is coming out that is available for those devices, not the latest features on it, but what's available on these devices, not to be the phone police, but rather so I can be knowledgeable to discuss things with my kids about what's going on in their world. Talk about freedoms and limitations that a responsible young adult growing in their faith, relying upon God and not what their society says they should be, should grow into and how they should handle that technology and what they might see and face with their friends. For you, I like to say informed because this technology grows and changes so rapidly. If you're not paying attention or know what to pay attention to, you will be completely left behind. And if you have tech savvy kids or their friends are tech savvy, 
These are things you really need to stay abreast of for your own good and for theirs. I've talked about this previously because this is such an important issue for families today. How to raise Jesus-loving people in the middle of all this technology is something I've talked about before. But today, I want to focus on a key player when it comes to those personal devices, applications. We're going to focus on the best five things to know about scary apps. I'm not going to hone in on five scary apps per se, but rather what to know about scary apps. They are way more than five you need to know about, and I just want to talk about them in categories. If you have a teen or a tween with a phone and you're not keeping up with what's on it, you really need to. I just really want to encourage you to keep up with that. There are several options for you to navigate how private you allow those devices to be. We have made the decision for our family that phones are privileged and no one's really allowed to download an app without our permission. And we intentionally use those awful Androids because they're more transparent. I can click on my app that looks at those applications and those devices at any time and see where my daughter is, whichever daughter it is that has a phone and is somewhere, who she's talked to, where she has been and read, and I can read the conversations she's had. If I want to, I can turn off her internet ability. I can block people from contacting her and disable any app or feature from her phone for a certain length of time. And I've done most of those things from time to time, but some of it's for fun and games because just like if you get in the car in the middle of the summer, I might turn the heat seater on your seat just for kicks and grins. Well, I might turn your camera off on your phone or I might turn your internet off. I mean, I might just mess with you. So, <laughs> cause I can and I like to do things like that. You know, it's just fun. A couple of times I've needed to know where somebody is rather than calling them because they might be driving, then I can just check on my app. It's super simple and I can find out without bothering them. You know, in terms of the conversations, there have been a few times when someone has wanted me to see what the exchange has been and they've engaged Chad and I in the conversation and wanted our advice and some wisdom into that situation. But in terms of just, you know, yada, 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 what's going on, I don't really want to know. I don't really want to be super involved in that. But on the larger issue is that they all know it's transparent. It's all transparent. Nothing's hidden, not on ours, not on theirs. And it's not with us or them. It's really a good life lesson. Then they know that mom and dad are also busy and they're not gonna be trolling around their phone looking on whatever on their devices but we can and we have done spot checks they know that occasionally we're going to do a spot check especially if we believe we have cause what we want our kids to learn though is that phones and social media are not what you want to utilize for hiding anything or trying to do something you ought not to do this is exactly the opposite of what they're facing every single day every single day in their environments and this is what makes devices so dangerous in the hands of minors one of the most helpful things you and i can do is to make it our ambition to stay in the know about what is out there ready and available. Number one, it communicates that you care about what's important to your teens and their world. Okay, maybe you're gonna stay with limiting their freedoms in that and keeping your high standards in this world, but there are reasons for it and you can convey those. Instead of saying something like, we aren't going to download X, Y, and Z and that is just final or you might say no you cannot participate in you know whatever social media craze is going on period you will have reasons and evidences 
and justifications that communicate, hey, you know what? I've spent some time looking into this and there's some cautions out there. And there's, these are parents who aren't even believers. This is the industry that's not even anywhere close to being conservative. And these are the things that they're saying about these apps. And these are some things that have happened as a result of these apps. And I'm concerned for you and for your friends. So there's some caution here. And I'm not sure this is something we should be involved in. You can approach it like that. And that is a much more reasonable approach and discussion to have with your child than just coming down with the hammer. So it's really just communicate your care and concern for them. The second thing is that it helps them identify who to hang out with and who not to because they can also be familiar with what you're familiar with and they can identify what's on that person's phone and there's trends they can start identifying. It also helps them in helping their friends and other teens. They will be able to recognize kids at risk who are engaged in questionable behavior, but in in behavior that is conducive to bullying and all these other things that that are risky. So it, it really does help them when you take the lead in this. It also communicates to your child that during this season and in this situation, you are gonna be involved and you are going to be the parent. They can rely on you for this. You are gonna be there for them. They need the stability. They don't know what they're doing. They need you to be there and give them a backbone when they don't know how to stand up against the crowd or how to respond. That is sort of your position and you can help them with this issue. You can do it in a supportive way, not in an overbearing way, not over my dead body, you know, sort of way, but you can be very supportive in this and talk with them in a way and it will be golden. So let's get to it. Of all the things to navigate in terms of handheld devices, apps take center stage. There are some things you and I need to consider when it comes to your kids' phones and apps and my kids' phones and apps. This is not an area where all apps that look like they're designed for teens are harmless and or that just because they tell you it's just an app that does x mom you should take for face value and relax we need to do our homework because there's some scary stuff out there so the first thing i want to especially look at is chatting or messaging apps chatting apps or messaging apps enable people to connect with one another openly or secretly or pointedly you know who you're getting in contact with or randomly and by location. Let me describe a few of these so you can sort of get an idea what I'm talking about. One is called Kik, K-I-K. This one should really be under cyberbullying in many ways. At least it's been linked to suicides, etc. This is a messaging app and it uses your profile picture and a username. It does not use a phone number to identify you. So it's as a messaging app that looks like it's a message going back and forth, like you're texting, but it doesn't use a phone number. So you can be anyone and not a personal contact that is going to be contained in your contacts to text back and forth with someone. And so child's going to receive a friend request. It's also dangerous because it allows the user to text back and forth without the conversation being logged in the history. It bypasses your wireless SMS or your short message service. So all that stuff I like to track, it's gonna bypass that. And it's made for 17 year olds and above, but there's no internet police out there slapping anybody's hand for signing up for something and lying about their age. So anyone can gain access. Word on the street, it's used for a lot of sexting. There's a lot of warnings about this one. So there's others like it, it's called Viber, WhatsApp, and TextNow. Now WhatsApp has been recommended even for me when I'm going overseas uh, for a mission trip. So there's other purposes for this, 
this, but you just need to be aware that those are similar apps and can be used with similar functions. Now this one's called Telenym, T-E-L-L-O-N-Y-M. This one's popular with middle schoolers and high schoolers. It's an anonymous messaging app and I think this is the key to it. It touts itself as the most honest place on the internet. You can ask and answer questions anonymously. I mean what could go wrong with middle school kids asking each other questions and answering them anonymously? What could possibly go wrong? There's also an element of unmonitored internet access that can be gained through this one. So this has the makings of all kinds of badness. You want to be aware of that one, telling them. Another one's called Fire Chat. Now this sounds awesome when you think about it with the developers in mind. You don't need the internet and you don't need a cell phone connection. So it's not tracking any of that. It uses Bluetooth technology and peer-to-peer networking. So you don't need a login. You don't need an account, you don't need to filter, and you can auto-connect with people just automatically. It's a pretty short range if you use it that way, but when you can use the internet, it has that functionality. You can go back and forth. So if you use the internet, that is available to you. You can connect with as many as like 50 people at a time, and there's unmoderated chat rooms. So this one can be very worrisome. Anything that can be thrown in a chat room or allows you to participate in secret messaging should be a concern. So then you have the question of Instagram. Instagram is super popular. Lots of teens use it. My own teen uses it. I have one who uses it, but even Facebook has a place for secret stuff. So if you have evil content, apps are your friend. And messaging apps can be very scary in this place. You want to be aware that they have these functionalities. The second category is video and live streaming apps. These are something that kids are very involved in. They, they've moved past simply YouTube videos. So one is called, and I may not be saying it correctly because my kids don't use this one, Omegle. O-M-E-G-L-E. It's a video chatting application. It's You can download it. It's actually been linked to some high-profile crime cases. This one allows the user to chat with strangers and be placed in a private video chat room. So you can already see your warning sign should be going ding, ding, ding because you can become someone you're not and be placed in a video chat room. People are very tech savvy and can pretend to be someone they're not even on a video. You can also speak with them, chat with them without having to add them as a friend. So let's say I'm a a parent and I'm being very conscious with this and I'm checking my child's phone and all that kind of business. I'm involved. I'm not going to find this person intentionally. They don't have to be added as a friend request. They're not going to show up. So there's other apps like live.me, TikTok, B-I-G-O, Bigo Live, all basically do similar things. They connect people via video, some live streaming, some chatting, and they do this all over the world. They connect you all over the world. These are just ones you want to be aware of, you want to be concerned about. Just check it out with your own kids. There's one called Vine, which basically does six minute videos, which my own kids have looked at. They've talked about it. Seemed pretty harmless to me, but I read some things. I wasn't aware of the access people had porn was popping up on a pretty regular basis what happens is the stranger will push the porn and then the predator will use vine to find the location because this is all tracked to locate teen users and then they will try to connect with them through other applications based on that location 
and whatever else they can figure out. So what's so scary about this and these apps is that you connect with complete strangers often, sometimes without the parent even knowing, and they move this connection further by trying to get to them physically. Those are some scary elements that you really need to be aware of. The third one is secret apps. Jailbreaking an iPhone is a term you need to know about. Rooting an Android, those are things you need to know about. These are terms you need to become familiar with. Also, Cydia apps, C-Y-D-I-A. There is an entire marketplace for things that would not be available on the App Store, the Apple App Store, and they're called Cydia apps. Now, some are gonna be helpful, you know, taking out glitches or whatever maybe on your on your phone, on your device, but some are for evil intent to hide and to keep things from others so that the phone appears one way but contains something completely different. So if you wanna have secret apps or secret, pictures, secret messages, anything that you don't want other people to know that you have stored on your device, this is where you would want to go. One is called Hide It Pro or HID, Hide It Pro. It allows you to keep photos and messages and really whatever, that kind of thing, private. Another is called Audio Manager. You can just download these things. Then there's one called Calculator Plus. This one looks like a calculator. It looks just like the calculator that comes on your phone. So as a parent, you're not going to notice that. And it's actually scary because you just push in a code on the calculator and it opens up to a whole area of things that you have protected in there. You don't know the code (laughs) unless they've given it to you. Another one is called Poof. This is actually an app that acts is a vault for other apps. You can hide applications that you didn't want anybody else to know about. Not simply pictures or messages. Actual apps you didn't want anybody to know about. So it's more than that. Need I explain why this is a problem? (laughs) I don't think so. These are issues we need to be aware of. Now fourth and very quickly, bullying apps. There are apps that are out there and they're just sheerly utilized for bullying purposes. You're not going to find this under bullying app, but this is something to be concerned about in this category. One's called Whisper. I mean, just by the name. Doesn't that sound like it's going to be great for your teens? This type of app allows you to post anonymously. It doesn't store your personal information and it's based on location. This has all the makings of more drama and heartache than a person should have to deal with. Plus, it provides your geo-identification. You don't put in your personal information, so there's no way of finding that out. But it does put where you are in your using of the app. But listen, I, I don't know what app these kids were using in this scenario I'm going to give you. But I sat at a soccer game the other night in front of a bunch of normal middle schoolers who were left unsupervised. There's no adults around them. They really didn't care that I was a mom sitting right in front of them because I was not in charge of them and clearly I wasn't going to say anything. So they had no respect for their language, no respect for their PDA. They had no respect for clearly anything the entire night. I get it. I dislike it and expect more from mine. But I get that this is normal current behavior. After about an hour of this nonsense, one of the mean girls clearly handed the phone back because I could tell what they were doing. She handed the phone back to the person beside her and said, I cannot believe you did that to her. I cannot believe you said that. I mean, I hate her, but that was mean. And she walked away. And now this girl had been pretty mean. I mean, just by sitting there, that was not a girl I would want my kids to be friends with because she's super mean. And then she said that about whatever this other kid had done. There's some hateful stuff going on and they're using these applications on their phones 
to accomplish what you would never do in person. This is a problem. If there are ways we can keep kids from having to endure this garbage, we need to try. Instead, we need to educate, we need to encourage, we need to pour scripture into them. They need to know what the Bible says about them, who God says they are, and who God says their friends are and how they can reach out and be encouragement to them. Now, number five, dating applications. Now, why do you need to know about these? Because you're breathing and this is part of life now. It's just something we need to know about. And just real quickly here, uh, Tinder is probably one you've heard of. It's where you post pictures, people scroll through them, you tag the ones you like. If they tag you back, then you can get together. This one is not where you go when you get together. It's not the one where you go and you have coffee and you kind of see if you want to have a second date. You talk about the sermon from Sunday morning. No, that's not... That's not what this one's used for. This one's used for, and everybody knows this, this is common knowledge, hooking up. This is the purpose, and that's it. There's similar sites called Down, Scout, S-K-O-U-T, Pure, and Blender. Blender is just B-L-E-N-D-R with no E before it. Blender, a special note about it. This one uses GPS location services to help you find people to connect with. That is scary stuff. Then there's one called Grinder the same kind of spelling and it's similar to the others except it focuses on LGBT relationships exclusively. Another one you might have heard of, you might have heard of Tinder and those like it, but there's one called Yubo, Y-U-B-O. This is the teen version of Tinder. You need to know what's out there. These kids are doing this stuff and it's connected with Snapchat and uses the person's geolocator, making them easy to find in the flesh. This one used to be known as Yellow and now it's called Yubo. Again, it's super risky. Now, I have only provided a sampling. I do this maybe once a year or so. There's not a lot of repeats. You need to realize that, which means technology is changing the apps are coming out i learn so much it's just always changing the need is there to find out what is impacting your teens and those you're around there's a great deal more to consider in this arena we are leaving on the table we we just simply can't do it today but you might listen to raising jesus lovers in a digital world i recorded that some time ago it's pinned to the top of my page on soundcloud you can easily find it and yes it's a huge arena This is just one aspect, but one we need to be ever learning about. Hopefully, you have some good information you can take away and share with other people. Don't forget, we have one more episode before we take a break for the next several weeks in the summer. We're going to be back weekly in late August. Catch up on some that maybe you have missed. Remember to leave a review where you get your podcast and like us on social media because this is... Uh, really important. It's the only way we know how to serve you and to improve what we offer here. I really would like to know what you think about this format, this best five, because I'm seriously considering changing the format for good so that instead of it being called the She Yearns podcast, it's the best five with Cherry Strange because I really like this format and there's a lot you can do with it. Your input is really important to me to know if this would be a good move and you would really like it or not. So have a great week and I look forward to being with you for our last episode of the season next time. Thank you again for tuning in today. We will be releasing a new episode every week. I would invite you to become a subscriber, and it really makes a difference when you share something here that you find helpful and encouraging. You might get an impact. 
You may never understand the value or difference your suggestion or encouragement made in the life of a friend or casual acquaintance just by passing a resource along. So please share what you find here with others. I would personally be grateful. Don't hesitate to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and Instagram or leave us a review about the podcast. For more truth-saturated and gospel-centered, spiritually insightful encouragement, please go to www.sheyearns.com where you will find reading plans, articles, and other resources to help stir desire for God into your everyday life.